Hello, my name is Shane Eidelman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Eidelman Unplugged. Chapter 5, Part 5, My Lifestyle Plan. My Lifestyle Plan. And we're going to work through some things that might help you get back on track and follow some type of plan. So you know how to uh, better navigate the waters ahead when it comes to your health and fitness. First, I'm going to talk about what did my blood say about healthy choices before the fast and after the fast. What did my blood say about healthy choices? It's important to do your blood work and to have your physician look it over and let you know how you're looking. Before releasing this book back in 2018, I asked my doctor to order a blood panel. Now, this was my opportunity to ask many lingering questions to him, but also my chance to get many of my lingering questions to myself answered about what was going on with my blood, because it re really reveals a lot. I want to see on paper what's going on. In Leviticus 17.11, we read that the life of the flesh is in the blood. The context involves temporarily covering sin until Christ's finished work on the cross. It's a beautiful story of redemption. But life, vitality, and health are also reflected in the blood. Blood supplies oxygen to the tissues and cells, and it guards against infection. It also provides essential nutrients to vital areas, and it removes waste and material. Something to note is fasting is really, really good for your blood, not just the blood overall, but also the plaque that is building up and removing that and things like that. Granted, it's impossible to get a perfect picture of what's going on through blood work alone, but a thorough blood panel can offer a panoramic view of what is taking place inside the body. The more your doctor can see, the better. For example, if I notice low blood platelet counts, I look at my diet. Am I getting enough vitamin B12 through meat and dairy or supplementation? Those who avoid meat and dairy often struggle with low levels of vitamin B12 and iron and things like that. They even have a low blood platelet count and a high MPV count. This often means that bone marrow is producing platelets at a rapid rate. Foods containing B12 can also help offset this as can supplementation. In addition to vitamins, I also look at things as uh, other things with fatty acids and hormones and cholesterol and things like that, your HDL, your LDL levels, triglycerides, and I've talked about that more in this book, so I'm not going to go into detail there, but remember cholesterol is not bad. The so-called bad cholesterol is really going to the rescue to repair abrasions in your arteries and things like that. So it's, it's not bad. It's when we get too much. What is causing this breakdown? That's really the key to helping figure out what's going on. Triglycerides to fatty triglycerides in the body, and you want those at a certain level. So our blood speaks volumes if we listen. During the month leading up to this panel... I ate what many consider to be a healthy diet. For 30 days, I had a cup of coffee and a pastry for breakfast to see where things would end up. I also ate vegetables and fruit as well as nuts. I didn't consume a lot of meat or dairy, but I did have healthy chips and crackers each day. For most, I don't recommend this. So my point was I did this kind of like a, as a test to see, okay, I've got some coffee, some pastry. I'm eating somewhat kind of healthy and chips and crackers. We talked about vegetable oils already. I wouldn't recommend this, but that's what I did. Things labeled healthy aren't always healthy. Many companies use health-related words for marketing purposes, such as all-natural, heart-healthy, and gluten-free, which absolutely do not mean a lot whatsoever. 
So again, read ingredients, know what you're consuming. I recently purchased organic oat milk that had heart healthy written on the front. The ingredients didn't list sugar, but the nutrient facts revealed a whopping 20 grams or five teaspoons of sugar in one cup. How is that healthy for the heart? Another example, we can go on and on with thickening agents that are derived from things like seaweed and different things. It might be healthy. The jury's still out on that. You just have to be careful. Most nutritionists recommend avoiding products that contain emulsifiers, which are thickening agents. You'd have to do a little bit of research on that if you want to get more information. I didn't fast during the 30-day period, also leading up to the first blood panel. Changes in my body weight were evident. I gained weight and became anxious and irritable. This diet was also affecting my heart as evidence in shortness of breath. My workouts and energy suffered as well. Overall, I didn't feel good. I added insult to injury. Many of the things that vanished during the long fast a month prior, such as blurred vision, joint pain, and lower back trouble, quickly returned. To be honest, I didn't want to stop eating this way. Sugar, coffee, and carbs once again became strongholds. But how were they affecting my blood? Did reintroducing a little coffee and sugar and refined oils really make a difference? Those were the burning questions, and I was about to find out. After the initial blood panel came in, I made healthy changes. Plants became my primary source of food, organic, colorful salads, and nuts and fruits. I also consumed a serving or two of organic meat and dairy each day and added a day of fasting. I chose food in an unaltered state without chemicals and additives when possible. I do choose that even now going forward when possible. I do want to recommend a few books here since I did at this section of the book. Rex Russell, his book, he's an, he's an author on, on uh, diet and health related. Jordan Rubin, of course, The Maker's Diet. Joel Furman, he's written extensively on things. You know, you've got Dr. Axe now and Dr. Jockers and Peter Atia and a lot of the guys I've been mentioning. Quick side note, I've told people this before, and it's just funny. Every time I, I think of The Maker's Diet by Jordan Rubin, the publisher of this book actually approached me in 2001. 2001, Jack Hayford was meeting with them, and then I came into a meeting after he left, and they wanted to publish my first book, What Works When Diets Don't. You can still get that book as a free download on our church website, What Works When Diets Don't. It was kind of you know exposing a lot of the fake information out there. So when I declined their offer, they chose Jordan Rubin's book. God called me to be a pastor. Health is my passion, but preaching is my calling. So glad that didn't work out. I didn't want to be New York Times bestseller and become an organic farmer and all the stuff he did. God had a different plan for my life. Plus, I wouldn't be able to offer all my books for free if we had a publisher like that involved. Feasting and fasting is an abridged version of my diet book, and it contains up-to-date information. So just so you know what you're listening to, or if you're going to be reading, it contains a lot of the same information, but the diet book does get a little bit more extensive. So let's talk about my top five blood panel results. Here we go. After following my health plan for just two weeks, the results were as follows. My LDL cholesterol dropped from 123 down to 115. Total cholesterol dropped from 192 to 178. So remember, these higher numbers were the result of a bad diet. The good numbers were the result of changing my diet around. Triglycerides dropped from 122 to 78. Cholesterol ratio, which is how they gauge heart health, dropped from 4.2 to a healthy ratio of 3.9. Testosterone rose from 346 to 569, and free testosterone went from 34 to 62. Free testosterone is a testosterone that's available to actually affect activity such as muscle growth. So both increases were encouraging. Quick conclusion, the results could be considered anecdotal since only I was monitoring myself, right? I only monitored myself 
didn't throw it out there to a big study. But in as little as two weeks, my blood panel showed measurable positive results. Physically speaking, the added sugar, coffee, and refined oils did significantly change that panel. I felt much better when I stopped consuming these products. My attitude improved, and I experienced more energy and deeper sleep, more than ever before. As you keep listening, I know a lot of people are thinking, I'm motivated, what I need to do? And so I'm going to get into my personal health plan next. I think that will help a lot of people. But I want to give you just five takeaways. Begin eating God-given food in moderation. That might mean intermittent fasting. That might mean not eating breakfast. That might mean like what I'm doing now a lot is not, not going to eat much at night. Just God-given healthy food. Not too much. You don't just be satisfied. And then walk a lot more. I'm going to walk here. I'm going to walk there. I'm going to walk at the mall. I'm going to park far away. I'm looking for opportunities to walk instead of opportunities to sit down, look for opportunities to move more active with your kids or your grandkids. That's why when people ask, you know, if they need help moving some furniture, you know, it's, it's, it should be something that we look forward to because we're being active. So God given food in moderation, get outside, get active. And then begin removing vegetable oils, the safflower, sunflower, canola oils. Begin to remove those and instead eat things like avocados. If you need oil, avocado, organic olive oil, cold pressed so it's not heated and treated. I use coconut oil, olive oil, MCT oil. You know, moderation, you don't need a lot of oil. Don't have a lot of sugar, and that's really hard. It takes a while, so give yourself a good week and a half, a good 10 days to really get off sugar and processed foods. It'll take time. And you look at the long haul. Okay, I'm not going to feel good for a week or two, but the end result, and you might get on a scale in a week or two and say, I'm not really losing much weight, but look what's happening inside the body. If I'm doing this after two weeks, and I'm not losing a lot of weight or any weight, I should say. It could have to do with you need to increase activity level, the type of activity, the intensity of that. It might need you need to manipulate your caloric intake a little bit more, uh, introduce fasting, maybe a whole 24-hour fast, one day a week. But there are ways around that. And then enough sleep. You get some good, deep sleep. Get off of caffeine at least after lunch. I wouldn't have any begin to wean off of that so you feel better. Deeper sleep, removing a lot of the stress. And believe it or not, hanging around, associating with people who build you up rather than pull you down. Those who pull you down, it's really draining on the body. We get kind of negative. We see what's going on with the news. You know, those people you call, they're always down. They're always negative. It's, it's hard for me to be around those type of people. As we get into my personal health plan next, if you begin doing those five things that I'm going to talk about even maybe in more detail and uh, exercise, of course, resistance training would be good. Even if it's just push-ups or half push-ups, do push-ups on your knees, get that body moving. That's really the key. We're sitting way, way too much and we're not moving enough and we're not eating what our body needs. We're eating what it wants, but we're not eating what it needs. And that's the deal killer right there. If you've enjoyed this episode of Idleman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Thank you for listening to us today and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Eidelman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidelman.com. Again, that's shaneidelman.com.
El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality and Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these ebooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.